terrible. The other ones, I kept reading the reviews, and I'm like, well, this one seems the best, and it was a, it was like a deal. It was normally normally 155, so then it was 130. It was like, it was 155, one tw- knocked down to 120 with tax and everything. It was 135. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck yeah, give it to me. I need a new bed. Give me a new bed, Spartacus! What? 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 Okay. What? Um, I'm Bart? recording. Oh. As am I. I've been recording since last week. I'm almost out of hard drive space. Rip. Well, that's your own fault. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of masturbation on that recording, huh? Yeah, yeah, it is. A lot of feet, a <laughs> lot of foot porn, too. Hope you enjoy that, Thomas. Like, just because, like, your feet walking around, or? No, just me looking at it. Oh. And like, I figure you wear headphones, so you wouldn't hear it. Well, I have. Shut up! Don't, don't, don't. Hear what? Footsteps walking? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You'd like that, baby, don't you? Mm. Uh, by the way, your tweet earlier, Thomas, legit made me cr- start crying at work. Oh, the uh, Elizabeth. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Justin did it with Lo, so I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Me in bed. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. I was like, yeah, I was, I was frantically looking on Twitter. Oh my God, Miss Elizabeth, get there's got to be one where she's crying, and I found it. Yes, yes. Uh, I feel like that was one of those situations where, like, you know, like Lo is is the is the girl in high school that like everyone wants to grab first, and then after that they're all like, uh, now who? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I got told I was uh, I was I was uh, quote unquote um, hot by a forty two year old at work. And I was like, what? I, yeah, I was so, like working and I was helping her out. Did you smash? No, I didn't smash. Did he give I you can't. a tip? Self-quarantine. I'm not self-quarantined. Um, I'm not self-quarantined. Did he give you a tip? Uh, she. Uh, she? Not okay. me. Yeah. Why did you assume? Well, I mean, I tend to, I, t- I think. Because the joke is I, funnier because it's the tip. Yeah. yeah. That that too, but I tend oh. to lean more. God Whatever. damn it. Justin. It missed me over I'm until sick. you said Leave it. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, I didn't. I was like, thank, thank you. I, I gotta go. Bye. And I didn't know how to react to it. Should I don't grab usually digits, get. Man. I don't usually get women tell me. I, I. This is my head. I'm like, she's, she's probably. It's twelve o'clock. She's probably drunk somewhere. It's stressful. It's, it's, it's the cabin fever sitting in. You know, not a lot of options. She sees a thick Mexican. Yeah. I saw a tweet the other day that was something like, uh, like, I don't know if this is a quarantine talking or what, but my brother sure looks hotter than usual. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I can't remember the last time I was, I was told I was hot. That was, I don't think that's ever happened. No. Are you I sure she t- wasn't trying to tell you that you might have a fever? I was sweating. <laughs> yeah, like temperature hot. Yeah. No, did I ever tell y'all the story of like, and I don't even believe this happened, but it's one of the weirdest things that happened. Waiting for the bus, uh, and it's a Sunday, and I still remember it's a Sunday because it was quiet, much like how it's been lately. And so, like, and it's during the daytime, uh, like, like right, it's like like that weird time, like daylight savings, where it's like it's at six o'clock, but it's still light out. Um, and like all of a sudden. These three women who were like, I was like 23 maybe, and they were clearly in their like mid, mid 30s, like come up to me and they're like, hey, big guy. And I'm like, what the, hey? And I'm like, 
Like, you want to come? Like, I'm, yeah, uh, what? And I'm so confused. They were clearly drunk, but I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I don't even believe it happened now that I'm talking about it. But like, they're like, one of them had their arm around me, like, on my shirt. I'm like, what the? And I'm like, did that just? No. That didn't. It did? did? How did you get their number? They were drunk. They were they were drunk. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They it came just, onto you. Yeah, it was just like, I was minding my own business. And I was like, what the? And then they wanted to mind your business, if you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, it was weird. That doesn't happen to me. <laughs> yeah. That, so when it that, does. You just had two examples. What do you mean it never happens to you? It, okay. Those are the only like, two examples that have happened. Rarely. Like, normally <laughs> I'm, the, I'm like the shy guy the, who like, I'm, okay, I'll take it this way. In middle school and high school, not high school, at least not the first part, not the second half of high school, but in middle school, I was the guy who was constantly told by, like, this girl likes you, I fall for it like an idiot, and, like, who the fuck are you, fat ass? Mm, so, yep. yeah, I, I was always the, the uh, for the most part, the manipulations behind women. Or if I liked a girl because I was fat, I, that shit spread like wildfire, and I would be like, no, I don't want to talk to her anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm, For some reason, I'm, I pictured you fit in high school because, like, you were in football and stuff. Dude, I was an offensive lineman. I was supposed to be a thick boy. <clears throat> yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm with you, Ben. I've had the same thing. I had a girl who gave me her quote-unquote it's a miracle. number I, in a yeah. yearbook. So It's a miracle hmm. I'm not one of those people. Like, I look back and I'm like, man, I could easily be one of those assholes, but I'm not because I hate myself more than I hate women. Hey. You said no self-deprecation tonight. No, I was just using an example back then. Hmm. I mean, part of the story Dangerously telling. close. The show part hasn't started story. yet. Uh, the show hasn't started yet. Listen, all I'm saying is... Do you want this I, in the show or do you not want this in the show? Leave it in. Fuck it. Okay. It's a pretty good start. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Let everybody, let everybody believe so I can believe that I am the sexual... I am sexual caramel because Mark Henry has sexual chocolate trademark and I'm not black. I mean that's just like a Mexican thing, isn't it? Like what? It's just like like sexual energy. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Me? No. <laughs> like if I am, it's from my stupid jokes, not because I look hot. At least mm. in my opinion, I think I look okay. Like I'm. I'm I used to think I was ugly, but I'm like, nah, man. I look. I'm just like average. You know. I don't have. But, there's people. someone out there for everyone. That's what I always say. Yeah, and I just haven't found. Like the fact that I'm married is proof of that. Yeah. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to the Trash Shot Games Cast. Each and every week, friends gather around and talk about the games they've been playing and things going on in their lives. Today, I have with me Justin. I promise I don't have the coronavirus. I'm just coughing. <laughs> We're practicing social distancing, it's fine. We're at least six feet away. Yeah. <laughs> at least. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have Ben. The Dead Sea Scrolls are fake! No! No! No one gets that. No one was it, didn't no that one happen cares. like two weeks ago or something? Yeah, I know. I know. I wanted to do it then, and after the show ended, I wanted. I was like, "Damn it, that was my chance!" So I'm using it now. The Dead Scrolls, the Dead Sea Scrolls are fake, and it so makes me. Plus, sad. it was that dumb Hobby Lobby guy. He deserves it. Yeah, I know he does, but like, I wanted them to be real. I mean, some of them are real, but some of the other ones are not, and it pisses me off. Fuck you, assholes. Yeah, there's still like evidence that they exist and stuff. But yeah, the ones that they had weren't real. Yeah. Anyways, I don't even know what the Dead Sea Scrolls are. They're... they're the lost. They're supposed to be the lost, like Bible books. So, like the Gospel, the one I know of is like the Gospel of Judas. That's like the big one. 
Oh, um, like, so like, uh, like a Chris Jericho song. Pretty much, yeah. Like, I actually didn't betray Jesus or some stupid shit like that. Like, I, dude, I was into into religious conspiracy theory from, like, 2004 to, like, 2007. I think, I I, I think everyone was, honestly. <laughs> like, just in that, like, did you just really turn on Jesus? Like, find, I'm, like, I'm glued to the History Channel. Let's go. Yeah. Isn't one of those lost books The Diary of Jane? I don't know. <laughs> one of them, I know one of them is supposed Thomas to be. Thomas is losing it right now. That's all I care about. Uh, this is a good-ass joke, dude. <laughs> that went over my head. I know one of them is the is supposed to be the Gospel of Mary Magdalene, I think. Which, that's like, that's like hugely controversial. Oh, that's big um, news. Or the Gospel of, Gospel of Mary. It's just called the Gospel of Mary. Which is like, that's like, whoa! Catholics don't want to hear that shit. Gospel mm-hmm. of a whore? Fuck you. Mm-hmm. No. But uh, go look at some of that shit. That shit's fascinating. You're not going to go anywhere anytime soon. And you have the internet, so... <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so let's start off this week with Justin's stories of what he's been up to. Um, Most of my week was fighting to be able to work from home, so that was fun. Um, <laughs> but I won, so there's that. Nice! Uh, but it was really boring, because, like, the whole world was shutting down, and I was just sitting there doing nothing at work, um, but having to go in. But mm-hmm. I say this to preface that I was playing a lot of Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Because um, I was trying to just pass the time until, you know, the new Animal Crossing came out. And that was... It was an okay substitute. Um, I Now that I'm going to be working from home, I probably won't go back to it for a while. But it's not terrible. Like, it's very much just a grind of, like, you pick up the things, you give them to the people that want them, and you occasionally, like, upgrade your RV and stuff. But the satisfying gameplay loop of Animal Crossing isn't really there because of how much it focuses on, like, the microtransactions and stuff to actually get the cool stuff. Um, But it's... It's a lot better than it was when I played, like, the the early release beta or whatever, um, like, two years ago. They've added a lot of stuff to it, and it was at least, like, enjoyable for, you know, an hour at a time or something. Um, but, yeah, if you play that, you know, let me know. We can hang out in each other's campsites or whatever. Um, I don't know how that works. <clears throat> um, and then I beat Ori and the Will of the, Will of the Wisps. Um I did not beat it 100% yet. I've fraud. beaten it 99%. Fraud! He's a fraud, everybody. I know. A fraud. I'm really mad about it, though, because, like, I have everything. Like, I've collected all of the collectibles and, like, cleared out, all, like, 100% on all of the maps. But <coughs> apparently, like, it's, it's weird for one, because I thought I had all of the um, the spirit shards but I didn't get the achievement for having all the spirit shards. So I was like, okay, maybe I have to upgrade all of them. So I upgraded all of them, and I still didn't get the achievement. But I looked up, like, how many there are, and I'm pretty sure I have them all. If I'm missing one, I don't know which one it is. Um, and for some reason, they don't show up on my map, even though I have, like, everything unveiled. So I think there's, like, a glitch, and it's not counting that I have all the shards, which might be part of my completion issue. And then I didn't upgrade all of my uh, weapons just because, like, it takes too much spirit light and I don't really feel like grinding it out. 
when like I don't have anything else to do. It's just it would literally just be to get those things. You know what I mean? Um, but I am like I if I had to guess, the thing that I'm still missing is one um, like speed challenge shrine uh, because it's just not fun. And if that's the only thing I'm missing, I'm fine with that. Like, it's not worth 100% completion. Um, but that spirit shard thing is making me mad because I want that achievement. Like, I did the work. I should have it. So I might look into that, but I don't think I'm going to do the last speed challenge shrine. But I've essentially 100% completed the game as far as, like, the, you know, the progress screen in the game. It's just the main menu says 99%. So it's bogus. That's like that's like the most annoying thing ever. Like I'm right there, damn right. it! Exactly. But that is a very good game. Um, I'm sure Ben, you'll talk about it too. But I don't know how nope. far you are. I don't want to nope. spoil anything yet. Not at all. Nope. You didn't play any of it. Nope. And you'll find out why. But I feel bad, and I'm like, nope. I I haven't. I haven't. Uh, For shame. Yeah, I know. Um, it's not my fault they decided to release the greatest fighting character of all time the same week. And then, you know, like, hey, I just started this at 10. What time is it? Oh, it's 10. Oh, shit. It's been 12 hours. Fuck yeah. You know who's a great fighting game character? Ori. He's... I don't I don't play Brawl Out. Brawl Hall. No. In, um, He's in Brawl Out, isn't he? Vader. He's in Fighters. I don't play Fighters of Ether, so I don't know. Well... The point is, I, it was more of a joke that like he actually has some really good combat in this game, but also he isn't a fighting game. Unrelated. Um, anyway, it's very good. Uh, the ending is super sad, but it's actually not the saddest part of the game. There's like two parts that are just like so much worse than the beginning of the first one. Um, where like it even got to me a little bit, and like I didn't. I mean, yeah, the beginning of the first one's sad. But, like, it didn't hit me like a lot of people say it hit them. Uh, but I think it's because, like, it builds up more of the connection. Like, you know, the, the story is built up more before the sad stuff happens in this one. So it has more impact. I guess. I don't, I don't know how to explain it without spoiling anything. But um, the point <laughs> is it matters more. Uh, and there's, like, there's some intense, like, escape scene slash boss battles in that game. Um, there's one, again, I, I'm trying to stay, like, as spoiler-free as uh, okay. I can. I got up to the first boss. That's the last thing I did. Oh, okay. That's not what I'm talking about, but okay. cool. Just give you preference for where I was left at. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, in general, I don't really care for the boss battles. Uh, I will say the final boss is a really cool battle, because it's got, like, multiple stages, and it's just really cool the way they kind of mix, like, platforming with, uh, combat. Anyway... There is an escape scene, um, like kind of each of the bosses has like an escape tied to it, and there's an escape scene against a giant worm. That's all I'm going to say, and it's incredible. It really like the way it uses the abilities you have at that point is just super cool. I love it. Um, Tom, how far are you? Uh, I got to basically the first dungeon. I'm almost done that. Uh, the first escape sequence I didn't really care for. Yeah, it's just okay. Yeah, it's just they okay. get better. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand how people are like the beginning was sad because it just felt like you know an adventure game where you get separated from your friend and I have to go find them. 
It's the like, music, man. Like, no, it's, the, it's the it's the beginning of the first game that people say. Oh yeah, like, but like Ben said, he was like crying about it. In oh last yeah, weeks. I'm also overly emotional. So <laughs> right, I mean, I mean, it's barometer. It was a very Ben's video game crying opening. Right now, to be fair, you know what I mean. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was a very video game opening. You know, it's like yeah, the beginning of this one didn't do much for me. Yeah. but like it will hit you later. Trust me. All right. Um. But yeah, I think overall the story in this one is a lot better. Uh, I didn't feel super connected to the story in the first one, to the point where, like, when this one started, I was like, okay, I know who these characters are, but I don't know how they all got back together. <laughs> um, but I was really attached to the story this time. And I did have a few, like, annoying, like, game-breaking glitches, where, like, enemies would literally crash my game. Um, and that got kind of annoying after a while, but, like, I think it's because I never turn my Xbox off. Um, like, I ha- or I, sorry, I have it set to, like, the power save mode or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, it always kind of stays asleep. It doesn't actually turn all the way off. Mm-hmm. So I can just go back in re- and resume the game. Um, and I think that causes some glitches. So I should probably just change that setting so it actually hard shuts off, but I'm lazy. Uh, aside from that, I did the first episode of Season 2 of the Telltale Batman game. And uh, if you don't know, like, Riddler is one of my favorite, um, like, comic book villains of all time. Like, Riddler and Joker are kind of neck and neck for me. But I like Riddler because he's more of, like, mind games, whereas Joker is kind of just pure chaos. Um, Riddler kind of has a structure to his game. Um, And this Riddler feels a bit more like Jigsaw, kind of. But it works for me. Like, you know, the way he kind of, like, has traps... Um, and, like, you have to sacrifice something to get out of his traps. It's, it's I don't know, it's kind of a cool take. Mm. Uh, I really liked that first episode. It's a strong start. Um, and I'm going to try to do a run where I keep Joker as my friend. Uh, just because I think he's really cool and I want to, like, be on his side. Yeah, it's, it's really tough, man. I can tell you. It's going to get tough I know. for you. <clears throat> but, like, my philosophy behind it is, like, you know... Bruce Wayne, at least, is a detective. Or, you know, Batman's detective, but still. Um, and so he's undercover as Joker's friend to take down the team from the inside. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I'm playing it. Like, I've still kind of, you know, told him, like, hey, you're being inappropriate right now. But then, like, I'm his buddy. You know, I just tell him how it is. Uh, I'm not, like, being rude to him or anything. It's like, hey, man, stop being a dick. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is how I am with my actual friends, so, you know, it's not right. that unusual. Exactly. Um, but so far, I'm liking season two more than season one. Um, I didn't really care for the Lady Arkham stuff in season one. Yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, but I like the kind of the way it's building off the first season. I like Alfred's arc already, uh, kind of like the PTSD. And um, Ben, have you played season two yet? No, Captain, I have not. Do you care about spoilers? Kind of, yes, because I was very surprised at the first episode of who Lady Arkham was. So I would appreciate it, Lottie, if you do not spoil it. Why the fuck am I doing an accent? I have no idea. <laughs> no, but keep doing it. No. I don't want to offend our Irish listeners if we have any. I think I already did. Um, we don't yeah, do no, more. Please, please don't because... Well, we couldn't celebrate St. <clears throat> Patrick's Day, so this is the best yeah. we got. 
even even though I even though like I I know how <laughs> uh, typical Batman story works, I was pleasantly surprised by the twists and turns in season one. So Fair. I would like to go yeah, because it doesn't two. follow the traditional Batman arcs. Like you can like I didn't realize you know the whole way you can like manipulate characters in season one. That's a giant. I assume there. some things had to go. Um. Anyway, well, okay. I will ask you privately then. Um. But I'm just curious if there's like a. a a thing or two that you can stop from happening. Um, anyway. And then, uh, like, 11 o'clock last night, when it unlocked, I started playing Animal Crossing New Horizons. Because um, I kind of wanted to get, like, a head start so I could have, like, kind of, you know, quote-unquote, a day in there. Um, so that, like, today I would start on my second day, because I know things unlock kind of slowly in that game. Um, and... It's really good. Like, it's Animal Crossing. There's still some kind of quirky, like, UI stuff in there where you have to go through, like, a a few too many menus and, like, moving things around in your house isn't super intuitive and things like that. But it's, it's kind of this weird mix of, like, classic Animal Crossing and modern sensibilities. Like, for example, you start in a tent, and it's this tiny little tent that you can, you know place objects and stuff in i've i've heard it called animal crossing fire festival that's what i've heard it yeah I, I, I really yeah. wanted to see someone like name their island fire fest and just like trash the <laughs> trash the <whole> island <laughs> like not develop it at all yes yeah, but nice. that's not a very timely joke so it's probably not gonna happen um anyway and yeah so you start in just a tent um and like it's you don't have a lot of room to move around, so there's not a lot of incentive to place anything or whatever. But, like, when you upgrade it to the house, suddenly you unlock the ability to, like, custom design your house. So instead of having to just, like, go up to something, you know, and, like, kind of push it to move it or whatever, uh, you can actually go into, like, this kind of overhead grid and, like, pick things up and move them all over the place um, and, like, put them up on the walls. And, like, it's just, it's super intuitive. And I'm like, why didn't they just have that all along? Like, why did, Why is it, like, super awkward when you're in the tent and then when you're in a house you can do this designer mode? It's weird. Um, why would you want to design a tent? Well, I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, learning the mechanics of the game, it makes you think, oh, it's super clunky to, to put things down and put them where, where they belong. But then, like, it stops being clunky. It's just kind of a weird <clears throat> way to do it. Um... And then there's things like when you place buildings down, you don't know how big the plot's going to be because it's just like an item in your inventory. So you go to where you think you might want to put it and you select the item and it like drops a grid down on the space in front of you and asks if this is okay. And like, or it just says like, you know, there's no room to place this and you have to move somewhere else, you know, try again and hope there's enough space. And that kind of thing is clunky because like you'd think it would be like, you know, Harvest Moon, for example, where, like, it puts a grid out in front of you whenever you're holding something, and, like, that's the amount of space it takes to do the thing, you know? Um, Because it's not always easy to tell, like, where, like, what block you're going to hit, like, when you dig and things like that. Uh, So I wouldn't mind just, like, a little kind of guide in front of you to help ease that issue. Um, But it is the most streamlined, like, efficient animal crossing game ever uh it just unlocks kind of slowly 
Like, I've been time traveling just because, like, there's not Whoa, much you what? can do. Like, changing the system clock to go oh. forward in time. Oh, like, yeah, you didn't know that the Switch was a time machine? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just, I assume you get the time stone in, in Animal Crossing New No, Horizon. I actually forgot about the show tonight because I'm on Tuesday. Uh, yeah. But I came back, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> time paradox! <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, like, it takes, like, uh, let's see, I'm, like I, like I said, I think five days in, and I just got the blueprint to, like, build a bridge to another part of the island, so that I can, like, place down more houses for villagers to come in. So it's basically been a week with just, like, me and two villagers. Um, it's, it's pretty slow. Like, if you don't time travel, it would be a week of playing before you've even, like, gotten half the things you can get in the game. Um, and I understand that's kind of how it has to play out, but when it's real-world time, it's noticeably slower. Uh, and granted, I probably wouldn't mind it. But, like, I have a four-day weekend right now off work, so I'm trying to get all the stuff I can so that, you know... In the future, I can just jump in for, you know, an hour, uh, farm for bells and stuff, uh, you know, check the shops, and then be done. Like, it'll just be my, my game that I check in daily. But while I have extra time, I want to get all the extra stuff done. Um, but there's a lot of really cool things. Like, you can travel to different islands that have, like, other, you know, other fruit and um, bugs and things like that that you might not be able to get on your island. Um and, like, anything you get on those little excursions, you can bring back. Uh, the multiplayer is super efficient. Like, it's it's great. I don't really know how to, like, talk about it, because it's still Animal Crossing. And there's still a lot I can't do yet. Um, but, like, switching between tools is super efficient. It's just, like, a, you know, a button tap to scroll through. You don't have to always go into your inventory, select the thing you want, does hit hold. Does it still take up know. like the inventory space though? Yeah. Damn it. Come on. Yeah, inventory is super limited. That's one of I those know. things I didn't like about that, yeah. And what's weird is like you have um kind of an alternate tab for your clothing, like the stuff you're wearing. But mm. if you just like have like a shirt or something that you're not wearing, it sits in your inventory. So you'd think they would just have, like, two separate screens of, like, you know, stuff and then apparel. Yeah. And, like, the apparel screen, you just pick the ones you currently are wearing, and the rest is just kind of in, like, a, you know, a drawer on your person or something. (laughs) It's already a stupid gimmick because you're loaded down with stuff and you don't have a noticeable backpack. Right. They don't have to explain it. But, like, when you first upgrade your house, you get a storage so, you know, you can run in there and drop anything extra, but you do have to keep your tools on you at all times. So that's five or six slots that's always taken up by tools. And that does suck. Yeah. Um, and I also had an annoying issue where I didn't realize my stuff was full. And, like, it's not that big a deal when it's full because you can just swap out. But I was, like, at the entrance to uh, Nook, like, Tom Nook's tent place um and there was a moth like swirling around his light so i you know snagged it with the with the net mm-hmm. um it said i was full and to swap something so i went to swap and it said 
there's nowhere to, there's nowhere near you to drop this. So like I couldn't swap. I had to just get rid of the moth. Oh yeah, that sucks. God damn. So it's like those goofy little things that yeah. like just seem like they should have been figured out by mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Still kind of bring the game down. But it's a lot of fun. And if you love Animal Crossing, it's easily the best one of those. Um It's also weird to me how much lore Animal Crossing has. Because it's like I think it was New Leaf introduced like Tom Nook's kids. Yep. And now he was talking about how, like, you know, he's like, I've been training you for years to take over the business. <laughs> so you go and, like, you know, open up Nook's Cranny and, like, have your item shop. And I'm going to run this place. And, like, you can do this on your own. I believe in you. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's, you know, all these new characters that pop up. Um, and, like, it just it, it feels like they've actually, like, lived the past games already, which is super weird. Um but also kind of interesting. And like, I love, there's a lot of fun dialogue with Tom Nook about like, um, the way he runs things isn't necessarily good business, but he's just trying to be an honest person. Is he? <laughs> um, I mean, he, he gives about, like, you an interest-free loan. Right. That's true. And you could, then you have no due date to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He even tells you like, no hurry. Just yeah. pay it back whenever. That's true. And, like, uh, his his kids make some reference, because, like, they're the ones you sell stuff to. And they're like, we have all this stuff you can buy, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll buy literally anything from you. Even, like, we'll even give you a little bit of money for, for weeds and things like that. Yeah, they will. Um, it's, it's probably... <laughs> <laughs> they say something like, uh, like, financially, it's probably not very smart of us, but we just want to help make this, this island more beautiful. And so it's like those kind of it's like they're mm-hmm. in on the joke, mm-hmm. you know, the whole mm-hmm. joke of like Tom Nook being a crook and stuff. Yeah. Um and it's just fun the way they play that out. But I don't really like my villagers yet. Um I didn't want to like keep restarting until I got vi- villagers I liked. That's unnecessary when you can switch them out. But I definitely want to get some more in there so I can kick out the ones I have. Um but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a really good game. I like I said, it's kind of hard to explain Animal Crossing because you either know know what it is or you don't. But I definitely look forward to more. Uh, Benjamin. So why didn't I play Ori and the Will of the Wisps this yeah. week? Yeah. One word. Spawn. Spawn came oh, yeah. out on this past Tuesday and at first I was like let's try them out. Alright, first off before I got to spawn, I actually took my Shao Kahn online on the last day of the com- this recent combat league and I'm so pissed because I didn't know what was going on and the like if you did every ch- like challenge um, you get a cool Shao Kahn golden armor skin I'm like, you mother and I would have gotten it too I didn't know what was going on. Crazy kids. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say that. <laughs> <laughs> like I had, like I was seven, eight, and zero oh with Shao Kahn in my first eight games. Like, like I love Nightwolf, right? He's great and all, and Sub Zero's still neat. I wasn't gonna say the c word, um, but Shao Kahn just feels so good. That's what I no. was thinking. What? <laughs> I, was, I didn't want to make a nice pun because I'm not the pun master here, um, but. I- Shao Kahn just makes you go unga. Like, there's a, such a satisfaction when I hit people with that hammer. My favorite thing to do. So, 
For those who don't know, uh, Shotgun has a projectile where he throws a spear at you. If you throw three spears at somebody, uh, and then you do one, two, and then grab, uh, he basically like he then like chucks the spear into you. If you hit, if you after, if you uh, connect three th- ch- uh, projectile spears before that, it's a crushing blow. So my favorite thing to do is to get get that, get it set, then get the uppercut uh, crushing blow, and then do one, two. Another crushing blow. The damage is stupid. It is so dumb. I don't get it all the time, but it's a rush. Uh, he's definitely he definitely has problems in terms of other characters who can keep him away because Shao Kahn, depending on the variation, doesn't really have a means to get in that very easily. Uh, he does, but oh, he's just so much fun to play. Um, I'm definitely gonna take when the next combat V comes starts. I'm definitely going full Shao Kahn. Uh, um, not to call you out, but. You said Spawn came out on Tuesday, and that's yeah. the reason you didn't play Ori all week. Our last show was Friday. You had Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. To I have another play game Ori. I was playing, uh, Sassy Pants, Hold Your Horse. <laughs> Sassy, um, Pants. Sassy Pants. You're saying you had one reason that you weren't playing, and it was Spawn. I had two, what, whatever. I'm not, why, I'm not Trump, okay? It's a video game. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> so. That's a pretty Trump um, thing to say. Yeah, whatever. You're a terrible. You take reporter. no responsibility. Is that what you're saying? You're a terrible reporter. You're nasty, nasty quote, <laughs> nasty question. Why you gotta be mean to me? I'm just be. I'm just living. I didn't. Ca- I didn't cause anything. Anyways, so I I played Spawn, right? Oh. And as a kitty appears on screen. Yep. Um, <laughs> but this character, oh my god, I love Spawn. Uh, he's everything I want him to be. Uh, his damage output. Okay, I can't do it because I'm not that skilled, but I've seen people do, like, almost 90% combo dam- damage off of, like, off of, like, full bar and everything. It's dumb. Like, he, it, it all usually starts with, uh, uh, he has a crushing blow from his throw that if you're facing the corner and, like, he's facing away, you get a crushing blow from that. Then you can do a dash up. And he has a move called Infernal Plasm, which basically a little bit of like fire and envelops the, uh, the the opponent. If you amplify that shit, the damage it causes from all that is dumb. It's stupid on how much damage it does. Um, he has a uh, he has a he also has a cool lunge where like he lunges back at you, but when you amplify it, it has like weapons come up from like underneath the earth from hell, and it bounces you back, and so you can continue your combo. Like he has so much, uh, so many cool different ways of playing. He has a low parry from his cape. That's so sick. Um, he has a cool glide technique uh, that, while I'm not good at, there's some players who can get some insane stuff off that. Uh, I don't. I'm not typically good at it, but it's 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 pretty cool. Um, he's he's gonna be a good character. Uh, the only question, like like a lot of a lot of people are per- rating him pretty high right now, just from his damage output alone. Like it's it's kind of stupid on what how much he can how hard he can hit you. Um, that being said, uh, what I, one thing I I love about Spawn is how easy it is to get his brutalities. And what I mean by that is, so I was playing Johnny Cage last week, and. Oh my god, the stuff, some of the stuff you have to do to get some of his brutalities is dumb. And it's over, like, it's already hard enough, because, like, doing the brutality is a risk enough, because you're probably putting yourself in a position 
to where you might get fucked up and lose the game uh, just from doing like down back A, hold, you know, amplify, whatever. Um, with Johnny Cage, you had to do like, oh, throw the sunglasses from a certain part away. You hit, you had to hit the parry mine three times in a row or something, or three times during the course of a match or something like that. It's so complicated. Versus Spawn, a lot of them, like the, the first thing you get is grab, hold forward, and then mash forward. And then you get it. And like every one of his uh, brutalities, he sits on the throne. And it, like a throne rises from the grave and it sits down. Um, yeah, he's, his customizations are really cool. Uh, you get to customize his, his uh, shoulder pads on his cape, uh, which is so sick. You get to customize his one part of his boot. Uh, and then you get to customize one of his pauldrons. Uh, or his um, wrist wrist things wristbands not wristbands wrist guard uh, he just like ever and then some of the colors and costumes they have for Spawn they're so so oh my god I just unlocked like this cool green like it's a classic Spawn look but it's like green and black like it's like a light green and black like mm, so good uh, um, yeah he's everything I I would want and and Keith David voicing him is so perfect. And my favorite part of him before I move before I move on is his ending. So his he like basically Netherrealm has started like to invade his world. So he's like, Okay, you wanna come fuck my shit up? I'm gonna come fuck your shit up. So he actually teams up with Scorpion and Sub Zero to go take on the Netherrealm. Like all three of them raise hell and like is this great image uh in the in the uh, ending of like Scorpion and Sub Zero and it spawns in the background. Uh it's so badass. Like they they captured why this character is so cool and what makes him cool. Uh, whether in Keith David's voice, how he looks, his customizations. Um like man, I'm glad he was last. Like I know it took forever to get here with Spawn. The game's been out for almost ten months now, but I feel like it was worth the wait. Um and one thing I will also say is like I'm so glad Netherrealm shortened some of the requirements for to get character towers because before you had to get like an absurd number to get through one character tower. Like now it's like get get ten crushing blows. Before it was like forty or fifty or some stupid bullshit like that, making you play the game forever. And that's fine, but it's like eventually I'm gonna want to stop. Now like I'm on character tower four with spawn. And there's only five levels. So I'm going to be finished by next week at some point and, and beat all of those character towers. Um, so that's, that's cool. And, and and there's some good stuff in there. Uh, his brutalities are all, like I said, are all really neat. He's a dream come true. Like, and he, and David, Keith David voicing him is just the icing on the cake. Like, I, it makes, like, I've liked most of the DLC in this in this game. You know, um, I think the only one I didn't like was Sindel, but I've never liked Sindel. But even then, I have fun playing with her when I'm when I'm trying to unlock stuff for her. Uh, so yeah, I'm really happy I bought the premium edition when I did, and not the standard, and then bought the premium bought the DLC later. I'm really glad I, I I bought it when I did. Um, the other game that kept me busy though, uh, was Xenoblade Chronicles to the Golden Country, the prequel game. Um, and I I did a thing where like you know you play a game and you're doing side quests, and you're like, well I'm already here, let's do this. Well, I need this item. It's just right over there. Like I literally did that for like three hours, and 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 it was it was way past the point where I should have gone to sleep. Uh, I just couldn't stop, and I was just exploring, you know, just trying to find these specific specific components to like complete a side quest. That was it. 
Um, but I just I just love being in this world, and it is definitely significantly smaller than the main game. And of course, it is. It's it, it's you know it's part of the expansion base. You not I wasn't expecting like a whole new world with it, but I like what's in there. Like there's a lot to do in there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's why I didn't play Ori because I was so preoccupied with Spawn and Xenoblade 2. I just got past the first boss, um, uh, the first kind of major boss you fight, Malos, who was in the who was in the main game. Uh, and at first he kicked my ass, and then I was like, well, I guess I got to make an adjustment. And lo and behold, I kicked his ass. Um, and and it just and playing that boss fight, I really hope they changed the battle system that was in Xenoblade Chronicles One. To in a, and have just just take twos and put it in there, like because it's so it's much built on that engine when they remake it. So it, no, it definitely is. I mean, just looking at the first trailer, it's using that engine. Um, I mean, Xenoblade Chronicles One's combat is not hard, um, but I find these the, the the elemental damage stuff in two way much easier to understand and way much more and much more fun to execute. So I'm hoping they. Well, it's going to be kind of different because in Chronicles 1, you're pretty much playing one character versus in 2, you technically have your main character and then two subs behind you who you can alternate behind, who can change. So it's a little bit different, but I hope they somehow manipulate it to make it similar because that would make the game way more fun. And I already love Xenoblade Chronicles 1 enough. So, um, yeah, that, that's all I've been playing is that, really. Just enjoying the time of my life i promise to play ori i promise to play ori uh next week and i'll have something to report on i don't know if i'll beat it uh but we'll see i, I will play ori next week i'm holding it to that um yeah, no. they reminded me i had one more uh i played the trials of mana demo on switch and one thing that that demo taught me is i think i'm actually gonna get the game on pc um the Switch version was kind of jank, like with, like the the character models and stuff all looked fine. It it looks about the same as the Dragon Quest Eleven port, um, but like the like last layer of texture, like some of the you know the makeup, the face paint, that kind of thing, would just pop on like mid conversation, <laughs> um, and like when you're just walking around the the maps and stuff. There was some really serious pop-in. Um, the frame rate wasn't great. Like, Again, it's a demo. It's in development. But it didn't look fantastic for how poorly it ran. So I might just get it on PC. Um, but like that said, that's the same game I remember, just in 3D. Um, it's a very faithful remake. And it makes me super happy because I love that game. Um, I started with Hawk or Hawkeye um, and like the the translated version I used to play he was just Hawk so I forget they that's not his real name <laughs> um, but he's the kind of like double dagger like thief character which I don't know I'm always a sucker for them um, plus I knew his intro the best so I figured he'd be good to start with but everything feels a little weird in 3D just because, like, you know, I'm used to kind of the top-down maps that are feel a little smaller, whereas in this, like, everything just feels, like, larger and a little more empty just by design because they're taking literally the same maps. Um, but I like it. 
and the voice acting's great, you know, for what it is. Um, the more cinematic quality is just, like, super cool. It just kind of brings the game to life in a way that I had kind of pictured it as a kid. Um, but, you know, obviously it was just pretty static sprite art back then. But your mind kind of goes wild with those things. So it's neat to actually see it brought to life in that way. Um, the I didn't get to the end of the demo. But uh, I basically got to where you get, like, a, your second party member. Just so I could see how that works with, like, swapping between them and kind of playing, you know, a different character and things like that. Um, when you get your other party members, which you choose at the beginning... Uh, you have the choice to see their like introduction scene because each of the six playable characters have their own like kind of uh, prequel thing before the regular game starts where everyone kind of has the same story plot. Uh, but so basically with each playthrough, you can see three of the intros. So you can re- realistically play the game twice and see all of the character introductions. Um, but, like, you actually play it as if, like, you started with them. Uh, you just don't get to take the items and stuff out when you finish it. So that's kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, like, the, the 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 game is what you know Secret of Mana to be. I mean, it's a, you know, action hack and slash with a radial dial for magic and stuff if you have a magic user. Um But they've streamlined it in a lot of ways. Like, you have your magic radial and your item radial. Um, that are both, like, quick access on the triggers. Um, they've added in a few new abilities, like you have a jump attack now, uh, so you can kind of, you know, jump up and slam down and knock out enemies from the air. Um, you have your light attack, your heavy attack, uh, your charged heavy attack, and then, like, your super, um, which is, like, from the bar that you fill up. So that's a little more complex than it was before where it was just, like, your regular attack, your charged attack, and then your super. Um, and, it, like, the, the movement stuff feels really fluid. Uh, the enemies are on the field. You know, at nighttime, you wake them up and get an uh, advantage. Like, it's all there. Um, and it's great. It feels perfect. Um, this is not a cash-in remake like Secret of Mana was. Um, it made me really happy to play through that. And I can't wait for it. Unfortunately, it's coming out just like a few weeks after Final Fantasy VII Remake, and that's going to hurt it. But... Uh, for those of you curious, maybe you don't want to drop the $60? I think it's 50 $50 on the one game, you can try it. You can buy it for $20 on the collection of Mono where you get Mono 1, 2, and 3. True. Just an FYI. If you just want to like maybe but... play the first one the original. I mean, it is cool. Yeah. Like, I've, I've played that before, so I'm just excited for the remake. Um, granted, I didn't play it in the collection. I played, like, the fan-translated ROM on SNES, like, you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. But it, it's the same game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have it. I haven't played it. Um, but just in anybody who... Because I don't think a lot of people... Because it kind of came out, and then, like, nobody talks about it anymore. And it's currently on sale right now, so... Yeah. You get three and games it's the first to... time Trials of Mana has been playable, like, legally. Yeah. So it's still huge. <laughs> yeah. Plus you get a Game Boy game, which is not good, or hasn't aged properly. And then you get Trash, which is Secret of Mana. It's also okay. Wow. It's very slow. Secret of Mana, or... Uh, Trials of Mana. I always want to call it Secret of Mana 3, because the original title of it was Seek and Tetsu 3, which is 
technically Secret of Mana 2, yeah. but then when they finally brought it here, they renamed it Trials of Mana. Yeah. It's confusing. It's... Um, because they considered uh, the three titles, like Secret of Mana is technically Secret of Mana 2. Yeah, because uh, Final Fantasy Adventure, that's technically the Secret first of Mana Secret 1. Of Mana. It's so yeah. stupid. But we, like, America has all confusing stuff from that. Like, think about our, you know, Final Fantasy timeline. But they changed one, like, two, three, and then seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they they changed. They could have used the Secret of Mana 1, Secret of Mana 2, and Secret of Mana. Or like, and or they could have just called it Trials of, Trials of Mana. They could have used called them three different Mana games. Well, they and... did change it. Didn't they call that Game Boy 1 Adventures of Mana? No, the, in, the, in, the, in Collections of Mana, it's still called Final Fantasy Adventure. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's Is kind there, of... like, a... I don't know if it's mobile only, but there's a 3D port of that game, too. Oh. And it's I called Adventures of Mana. No idea about that. I saw it on mobile, but I, I don't like mobile games, really, because um, I don't think they control well. So I wouldn't play that one, but it is kind of in that same line of, like, the 3D remakes. So I, I assumed that's what they, that was the canon name for it now, but I guess not. Um, what's even more confusing is there was also... Uh, this is... Total side tangent, but there was also I think three uh, Final Fantasy Legends games that were in the Saga series, um, but they were called Final Fantasy Legends One, Two, and Three for the Game Boy. Super weird. Uh, I think it was like it was a time when these other series didn't exist yet, and so it was like the using the Final Fantasy brand. Yeah, it's it all popular. it's all marketing. Yeah. yeah, and then like that. Like that game kind of spawned out from that as like a Final Fantasy spinoff that became its own series. So now, like if you look back, you're like, oh, that was like the first game in this series, but it wasn't called that yet. But yeah, super confusing. But Trials of Mana is great. Check out the demo if you haven't yet because it's free. Um, I think it. I think the demo is on Switch, PC, and PS4. Um, I just got it on Switch because I figured I'd get the game on Switch, but now I'm not sure. Yeah, it is very pretty. The Switch version just doesn't look great. But yeah, you can... Sorry, Thomas. I didn't mean to take it from you. Was Ben done? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can rail out spot for another 20 minutes if you want. Please do. <laughs> uh, so, I've been playing Ori, unlike Ben. <laughs> I haven't gotten very far, so I don't know if I have, I have anything to add other than what Justin's already said. But it's, yeah, it's a good game. Action in the platforming feels better than it does in the first one. Um, checkpoint. I said last time that the, like, a lot of the new abilities aren't great, but you get some really good ones at the end. Yeah, I know you said you really like the weapon variation in this one. So Yeah. Uh, the fact that Ori has, like, an actual attack now is really cool. Mm-hmm. Like a sword, pretty much. That sword is satisfying. That never leaves your inventory. That's really cool, man. I, I really like it. I didn't get the spear until late game, and I super regret that because that weapon is broken. Okay, so you're telling me get the spear as soon as I can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like the I like the upgrade system in this. Like, there's a bunch of different upgrade systems. Like, not only are you upgrading Ori, but you can go ahead and get things from the blacksmith, and he'll change like the world around you. Like, I just bought the upgrade to get rid of the thorns, mm-hmm. um, which I guess doesn't get rid of the spikes. <laughs> Right, it's just in that village. Oh, just in the vi- oh, so it's just to upgrade the village. It doesn't upgrade yeah. the world. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that'd be broken if it upgraded the whole world. That'd be awesome. He's only one guy. Hey, you never know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I thought it was—I thought it was the whole world. So, anyways, um, <laughs> that would have been awesome. But I have to worry about but that. No, it's still a really satisfying, like seeing this village come to life. Yeah, sure. Uh, what do you what, do? You know what you get at the end of that, or kudos? Just kudos, yeah, an achievement. Uh, I mean, each like each thing like unlocks a new part of the village for you. So it's kind of an ongoing side quest to like get to different areas of it. Okay. But I will say like the final upgrade is pretty much just beautification. Okay. All right. You get uh, an achievement for it. Um I I think that's it. Okay, that's fine. Um yeah, I have I, I I'm gonna play more of that over the weekend. I think that's gonna be my weekend stream game, like Saturday morning. Yeah. Um I'll try to pop in in the morning while I'm playing Animal Crossing. Help you out. Me, Justin, and uh Sully we played some Division Two yesterday. Kind of. Uh kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I played with you and then you went you you logged off and then I played with him and then I logged off. Yeah. That's pretty much how that went down. Um what do you think of Division 2 so far? I like it, actually. Like, I'm not usually super into, like, wartime shooters or third-person shooters, and this is kind of both of those, but it's, like, a specialized take on it. And, like, the cover system's really good. Um, the weapons feel, like, accurate. Like, I feel like, you know, because a lot of times with third-person shooters, it feels chunky. Uh, because, like, you're so far away from your character that it doesn't feel like you're shooting, it feels like you're just kind of aiming someone else's gun, if that makes sense. Um, and, but I, I actually found myself like being really precise with these weapons. Yep. Yeah, they're uh, really good weapons. I like the sound mm-hmm. design of the weapons themselves. Like they sound really good to shoot. Yeah. Um, like the really weapons, the uh, gadget loadouts are cool. Yep. I forget all of my seeker mines. <clears throat> the seeker mines are awesome, dude. They're <laughs> broken. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, uh, like, like you just started playing and you already realized like the loot is kind of unimpressive. Um, mm-hmm. that does change that by the way, cause I, I started a little character with you guys and all it is is the same fucking thing over and over. Yeah. And like you got to the point where like I would get another of the same thing and it's right. like, oh, I guess I've maxed out the power at this point. Yeah. Maybe. I think, um, as you level up, you'll start getting, you know, more greens and blues and purples mm-hmm. and all that. So you'll start seeing different builds and stuff that you can do. Yeah, they need to add in the modifiers and not just be, here's more power. Yeah, so you'll eventually get there. Uh, you did ask me what do you get for leveling up, and you do get a whole bunch of stuff, but I, I guess you didn't see the text that pops by. When you I didn't know I leveled up at first. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, like you get more health... Um, Abilities oh, to so like stat boost, then yeah, there's like some stat boost in there, yeah. okay. Because I just noticed like the abilities score, like you know, you can't just go and choose a new skill, mm-hmm. you have to like build those up. Also, with your uh SHD uh caches, there's actually perks that you can buy that give you like more grenades or more um armor, stuff like that. So, I forgot, I completely forgot about the perk upgrades. So, <laughs> you can go in there and probably get one, one of those for like two or one. Uh, of those SHD techs that you got. Um, 
Yeah. We'll figure it out when I jump in next time. I'll, uh, I'll it's, try. Like, it's a dense game. I'll try to remind you. There's a lot to do in that game. But a lot of the, like, when you get to the end game, a lot of the loot is the same. and There's no real chase for anything. Mm. Um, it's kind of just the same thing over and over again. That's why I didn't stick around for it. Because I'm like, oh, oh, no. I, already done, I already done the game. I, I spent 80 hours. I think I'm done. <laughs> it seems like the kind of game that has a really good, like, mid-range. It does. Like, yeah. once you learn what you're doing, then it's probably a super good, like, you know, like, middle campaign section. Yeah. And then, like, the in-game grind isn't really there. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say. Uh, I don't remember. But, yeah, I started playing the, the New York stuff, and uh, I'm trying to think about it. It's just more of the same, pretty much. You just go and find the safe houses and then unlock the stuff that's around there. Oh, I want to talk to the, spe- special, the specialization classes. So you're not there yet, but eventually when you get to the end of the game, or near the end of the game anyways, uh, they start unlocking specializations, and those give you like new abilities and new perks. Um, and also a new class gun. So you can get uh, a rocket launcher or uh, a flamethrower, a minigun... Stuff like that, grenade launcher, um, and you fill out the roles that you're that you play with that specialization, and those hmm. stuff and that stuff is really fun. Like I just start, like I never played the flamethrower class before. I just blew that up today. Started just cooking fools. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I like I like division too. I like the way it plays. Yeah. Um. So I think that's about it for me. Uh, let's on in, head into the news. Uh, let's start with some more coronavirus topics. So GameStop tells employees to work through the COVID crisis, and Justin is gone. I think the COVID got him. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I used the dark humor. Oh no. We need a... Nothing happened, I've been here the whole time. Oh, the COVID didn't get you, good. Um, no, I I was trying to tab over to the news story and I closed out of Hangouts instead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sick, guys. <laughs> that's not that's not true. It's just a sinus infection, but I'm tired. Uh, yeah. So GameStop tells employees to work through the COVID crisis uh, and ignores the government lockdown orders. Uh, so in light of the global pandemic, many businesses across the world have uh, shuttered their doors in effect to keep the corona, uh, corona, coronavirus from spreading. Business deemed essential, grocery stores, healthcare services, and law enforcement are able to continue their operations. Now it seems like the long-running video game retail store GameStop has decided that it too falls under the category of essential businesses. Oh. <laughs> there has been an update since that all yeah. California GameStops have closed. Mm-hmm. But the lead up to all of this has still been garbage. Yeah, so it's worth noting. And it doesn't help that they also sent out an email to GameStop employees saying that you have to buy your own hand sanitizer and cleaning supplies. Yeah, it's it's a it's a mess. Yeah, like they've got Reggie now. Why are they still being terrible? Because he has no say in these operations. Shh, there's a joke. Oh, okay. I just don't want to feel ignorance. Because I guarantee you some people are probably mad at Reggie for this. Reggie is just going to collect the paycheck. He's fine. Yeah, we yeah. said that last week. Um, yeah, everyone who ever made a decision, fired. Like, seriously. 
That's that's awful. Yeah, it's a yeah. bad call, man. Like that's that's it, it's fucking video games. All all that shit that that you could want, buy it off the the various e-shops. You can just buy it off of eBay or well, I guess not eBay, but uh, GameStop.com. Yeah, right. They're not it. essential. People are getting digital copies. Yeah. They need good press right now. Like this is not going no. to help them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's. Uh... I would have said, "Fuck you! I'm going home." Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. The the GameStop that's near me it only allows six people in at a time. It was ten yeah. when I came in. When I left, it was six. Which probably isn't hard. I've never seen more than six people in the GameStop near me. Oh. Uh, on on the weekends. It can get pretty busy. Um, weekdays aren't usually that busy when I'm walking home because I just walk by it every time mm. and I look in. But weekends can get busy. So and I, when I was walking, there were people waiting out, like not a long line, but like just like four or five people waiting outside to go in. Yeah. So because I've heard of that same situation at like Best Buy and things like that, and that would probably be more difficult. Although it's also a bigger space, so that you can do more social distancing. I imagine they can have more people in the store. Yeah. Still. And Best Buy is not exactly crowded. You're not going to be crowded in a Best Buy. Right. It's not, it's not a grocery saying. store. Yeah. So it's just not Black Friday. Yeah. Although, uh, one of my friends that works in retail sent me a picture from his store. Because um, he just he just left. His wife is having a baby. But he was like, before I left, like this was what I had here. And it was just, like, you couldn't see anything but people in the picture. Like, it's insane out there. Yeah. And people just don't care. They'd rather... Hoard everything, then stay away from people, which yeah. doesn't make any sense because you're just gonna have all your hoard and be sick. Yep. Or it's gonna go rotten before you have right. a chance to eat all that shit. Yeah. Stay home, kids. Yep. Just stay home. I'm a dick. In some states, I'm considered a uh, emergency worker. So. Hmm. Minnesota just passed that or something. Weird. Yeah. Well, just because like we're essential, like we're like literally you have the chance to get sick just because. You know, we're providing an essential. I, I work in an essential business, so it's, like, it's, weird. Mm-hmm. it's weird. I don't know. No. It's fine. Just doing my job. And Missouri is one of the states that's just not taking it serious at all. So that's fun. Okay. Um, I know here all the restaurants are officially closed, all bars are closed, which hurts here even more because, like, Austin's kind of known for his yeah, bars. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. 36. So, like, like yeah, 6th Street. Yeah. Um, like, it's, dude, it's fucking. I, I keep saying this, but dude, it literally feels like there's still people like walking around like dogs. Is you could like the guys, the air's not poisonous, um, uh, but like cause some people treat it like that. But like, dude, it's swear to God, it feels like that opening part of an Endgame where like everybody's <laughs> just gone. Mm-hmm. And it's like it feels. I like, mean, the stadiums are empty. Like that's kind yeah. of yeah. Like it just it feels quiet. Ben, it feels did, too quiet. Did you watch? Good. Did you watch any of the wrestling shows that had zero attendance? I've seen the gifts, and sometimes it's great, like the Bray Wyatt stuff. Sometimes it's like Steve Austin asking the crowd for a hell yeah, and it's just Byron Saxon that's like, couldn't you alter that a little bit, Steve? I, th- I think he did that on purpose. Oh, just the fuck, yeah. Yeah. They're going to do WrestleMania like that, Thomas. Yeah, I know. That's going to be very interesting to see. Yeah, at least AEW put like their wrestlers into the crowd to act as a crowd. But I saw that Conan O'Brien is going to bring his show back on like the thirty first, and he's going to film it from home on his iPhone remotely, oh, wow. <laughs> and have his guests Skype in. 
that's, that's awesome. Funny. And I really want to watch that because that sounds awesome. It sounds like he's just vlogging from home. Basically. <laughs> that's pretty cool. But he's like, you know, I realize right now the people need, you know, shows like mine. So yeah. we're going to do our best and see if we can make it happen. People yeah. need some kind of escape. Yeah. Yeah, but fuck GameStop, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so keeping up with the theme of coronavirus, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake has been unavailable at launch in some regions due to coronavirus, but it's still going to have its worldwide release of April 10th. It's just that... Uh, <clears throat> some people will get deliveries. Yeah. Because yeah. I know Amazon released a press statement basically saying that we're to prioritize. You can still make orders, but like essential stuff that people need, those will be priorities. Yeah. Everything else will be like, if it's not, it's going to just... You're going to wait a little longer, dude. You, you know, hey, you waited 20 years, maybe? Some people I don't feel know. like it. Ever since the PS3. How about that? I'm just going to get yeah. a digital. I don't, that's yeah. fine. That's what I'm saying. If you don't want to wait, just buy digitally. Like, I think some I think some people who are most concerned, like, who, if they order the collector's edition. But I'm like, right. like, I could understand it, but I'm like, just then you just got to be patient. Like, you just have to, like, be patient. Yeah. You have no choice. And I think a lot of it is, like, Amazon is not delaying anything. But no. they can only ship what's in their warehouse. Right. So things if things are being delayed shipping to them, then they can't ship it out yet. Right, exactly. And that's why Square sent it out saying that Amazon orders might be delayed. Yeah. Yeah. So I ordered mine from Walmart, so I don't know. I, I don't care if I have to wait or not. I, I pre order the game, I save twenty bucks, I'm good. Yeah. Just just be patient. It's just a video game. If you really want it day one, pre purchase, download it, there you go. You've like, waited this long. Yeah. You know. Um. Alright, moving on. We got Nintendo lo- uh, prevails in a lawsuit over the Switch console and Joy-Con design. Uh, so after two and a half years, the back and forth of a patent battle around the Nintendo Switch's design has ended in a win for the Japanese gaming company. In 2017, Game Vice filed a suit against Nintendo, claiming that the Switch was too similar to its gaming tablet that, and that Nintendo's Joy-Cons were a ripoff of its Snap-on tablet and smartphone controllers. Uh, Game Vice even tried to stop Nintendo from importing Switch units to the United States in 2018. Uh, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office filed a termination decision document on Saturdays this week. That explains why it ruled in Nintendo's favor. Uh, the biggest factors seem to be that Game Vice's use of a flexible bridge to connect the pair of controllers, plus the fact that each controller has to be fitted to a tablet or smartphone. Uh, these facets are in contrast to the Switch's wireless connectivity and its lock-on technology. <clears throat> uh, the technology of the Switch and Game Vice's controllers may bear a passing resemblance to one another, but their cores are completely different, to be fair. The concepts shared between the two companies are close enough that it's clear that Game Vice isn't just simply a pa- patent troll. Um, yeah, it's just... I don't know, just, like, reading this article just made me think about how long we've been doing this now. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I remember we originally read this, hard, like, mm-hmm. the, the case for this. And they were first being sued. Yeah. Um, but they were never going to win. I mean... Yeah. Oh, you have a thing... You came up with a similar idea. <coughs> okay. Like, that's nothing. That's what <laughs> patents are, though. Like, you're trying to... Like, that's what they are. Patents. I know. But that doesn't mean that, like, no one else can make anything remotely similar to that. Mm-hmm. You're patenting your specific product. There was a product that we, like, my company, or, well, let's just say my company that I work for, uh, couldn't sell because it was, like, 
one hinge on it was too similar to another headphone. So we legally couldn't sell it. Headphones? That's stupid. Headphones yeah. have hinges? Is, is that a question? That is that, I'm very confused. I didn't yeah, where's the... Oh. I see. I use earbuds mostly. It's weird. Yeah. I, when, I, when I think hinge, I think door. I'm like, are headphones doors? What? Yes. They're doors to music. I mean, oh. the ear cups are doors to yeah. your ear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they oh, they open the channel to sound. Yeah. Wow. <gasps> Mindgasm. <sighs> that sounds like a Jaden Smith tweet. Headphones are just doors to music. <laughs> Mutewad, shut the fuck! Sorry, Mutewad got out of his cage again. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the the new consoles coming out this year, maybe. Um, Xbox, Series... <laughs> <laughs> Xbox Series X will have expandable storage through custom 1TB cards. Uh, so Seagate and Microsoft have teamed up for a proprietary storage solution. Oof. Uh, Everyone loves those. Oof. Yeah, well, Why? the headline is pretty much the story here. Uh, yeah. But this is like... Everyone crapped on Sony for their uh, their like memory sticks and stuff, the and then now they're the ones which we'll get to that yeah. are saying, "Oh yeah, you could use any hard drive," and Microsoft is the one putting out a proprietary memory card. <sighs> you don't know funny. what the price of those cards are, but yeah, you're right. And I assume yeah. it has something to do with like load speeds and like how. Yeah, because it's a proprietary memory system that the the system reads fast. That's what that's what I, I assume. Get it. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, but I think it said something like you can use other hard drives. You just won't get the full speed and performance. Mm. Oh, uh, Series X will also accept external USB hard drives. Uh. They can be backed up to a USB drive, but users must install them to the console's internal SSD or storage expansion card to play them. Okay. So does that just mean you have to format it to the console? Uh, No, it means that, like, you can basically have backups of the games that maybe you're not currently playing, but you don't want to have to reinstall. But that data has to be transferred to the internal storage to actually play the game. Oh, okay. Weird. That's weird. Yeah. But let's be honest, these cards are probably going to be like over a hundred bucks. Yeah, least. it's gonna yeah. We'll see. It's that that like Oh that, like, especially with how Microsoft's been like very pro consumer friendly. This is like kind of a kind of I'm not like, oh it's dead, it's not. Um it's just kind of a step backward a little bit. Yeah. I like the idea of like just putting stuff on this, you know, tiny hard drive and then like taking it to a friend's house to play or whatever. But like that was the day of memory cards when you would, you know, throw your save date on there, hook it into your friend's GameCube. They already own the or you you know, you take the disc over there, um, and continue playing and the memory cards were like ten bucks a piece. It's a little different when it's like a hundred plus dollar hard drive that you're <laughs> carrying around with you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yep. It sucks. Kind of um, weird. So keeping, we'll just keep on the Microsoft train, and then we'll hop over to the PlayStation train after. So keeping in line with Microsoft. Um, there was a reveal on the Microsoft uh, website uh, that said thanks uh, that revealed the launch for Thanksgiving 2020, but then it was retracted. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's not gonna happen. Uh, following it's the, definitely coming in Thanksgiving. <laughs> following the surprise appearance of a Thanksgiving 2020 release date for Series X on a number of Microsoft's internal websites earlier today, the company called for uh, listing inaccurate. Uh, re- reiterating that his commitment is launching to the console holiday 2020. Uh, which holiday? We don't know. Maybe Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, it, they... could, it could be Labor Day. They could launch. Surprise launch, motherfuckers, Labor Day. Arbor Day. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to launch your Xbox on Mother's Day this year. Uh... Oh. Buy your mom the gift of green. <laughs> Xbox, if you use that, I want fucking money. No, that's why they should do Arbor Day. They would because they already did that picture of like you know the banana or the the refrigerator for scale. Oh, so yeah. they can have their their tall, stocky uh, Xbox console next to a tree. It'd be perfect. Sorry, continue. Um, no, that's about it, pretty much. Uh, it's definitely coming Thanksgiving though. Yeah, hopefully it's probably going to be it. Hopefully, uh, a hundred dollar Xbox Series. Actually, I think the Xbox Series X is what two hundred right now, right? At the Microsoft Store, I saw a tweet about that, and I almost jumped on it. You just mean the Xbox One X? Yeah, that's a, the yeah, One X so, is two fifty. The one you have? No, what's the one you have? The One X. Yeah, I think I saw it was like either two hundred or two something, but it was. It's got to be two fifty. I would be mad if it's less than what I paid for it. Okay. I almost Granted, jumped that on was it. five months ago. I almost jumped on it, man. I'm like, nope, I need a new mattress first. Yeah. Because that you can literally jump on. Yes, um, I, I I almost guarantee it's going to come out Thanksgiving, and they're going to brand it as T-H-A-N-X giving. Oh, oh. Please, no. Oh, the cringe. The cringe hurts, man. No. If that happens, I'm flying. To, well, I probably won't have to. I won't be able to fly. I'm gonna blame way. Justin for this. Yeah, it'd be your fault. Just wait, and for the next five years, we can like, oh, the Xbox Series X is underselling. Well, it's Justin's fault. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Xbox is introducing Xbox Game Pass Ultimate perks plus uh, new titles for console and PC. Uh, so today they're announcing Ultimate Perks. It's a new exclusive member benefit starting March 18th that provides even more value for Ultimate members. Uh, this is your first time reading this, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Totally. <laughs> so basically this is like special benefits um, in games that are already on Game Pass. Uh, and it could be like small bits of DLC and game content... You know, whatever they feel like doing. Um, so, like, the one one cool example I saw was for Sea of Thieves, and it was an Ori-inspired ship. Hmm. Um, so, like, it has, like, Ori as kind of, like, the, the masthead or whatever it's called. Um, and, like, a, like, an Ori head as a flag and that kind of thing. Uh, and you only get it as a perks member. So you can, you know, sail the high seas on an Ori ship, which is pretty cool. Hmm. Uh but there's a few others listed here, like 
a special content bundle for Fantasy Star Online 2, which just launched. Um, includes unique emotes, in-game cosmetics, uh, a gold ticket mission pass, and in-game currency. Uh, and then Smite has a bundle that includes five gods, uh, special character skins, and voice packs. Uh, and then, yeah, there's more uh, more perks coming in the future. Uh, they're just kind of going to be added as, you know, as there's reasons to advertise things. But it's just another neat thing. You know, if you've already got the service, why not? Maybe it'll convince you to play a game you wouldn't have played otherwise. Ben, I just love that they keep like putting in new stuff. Ben, Power Rangers, Power Rangers Battle for the Great is coming to yeah. Game Pass on PC. I I have it on Switch and it's crossplay with everything. So oh, okay, so me and so then we can play together. Yeah, all right. We could have played. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> I can fight y'all in another fighting game. Yay! Yeah, you can kick my ass for ten minutes and I'll never play it again. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. I'm not even good. I'm Shut not... up! Yes, you no, are. You always no, say this. You then he always kills say people. that, and then no, you win. Because I've played this game for maybe a total of two hours. Like I, it's. it's you know how I, fighting games work, though. Not, not this one. I'm not good at Marvel style games. Like, mm. listen, Mm-mm. listen. Mm-mm. I'm not we'll buying play... it, man. You say oh. this every time. No. <laughs> if it was, if, if it was Mortal Kombat, maybe. But like, or, or definitely Street Fighter, y'all wouldn't be able to touch me. But like, we can have a good time. We can have a good time. We we'll have a good time. Let's let's stream. Well, actually, pro- actually, it has a good internet like uh, net code. We should stream it. And let's let's see how many of y'all can. How many times can y'all beat me? I, I know nothing about this, so I I'll practice a little bit. But. You you literally can just mash like it's built for that. It's That's built. What for I do beginning. all the time. Yeah. Man, just send me but, a I mean, message. Like, I'll have this downloaded. You can, uh, but like, what well, comes I, out next week? Okay, I promise not to practice. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Does, thank it, does you. it come with the DLC, the the, the Xbox, the PC version? Because I, well, I don't I think so. On... I don't think uh, Game Pass games come with DLC. Okay, because that's fine. No, because I I don't own the DLC. On the Switch version, because it's like fifteen bucks for two for like each for two character expansions, and oh. I kind of wish I kind of wish I would have held out for the Ultimate Edition, which was at normal price forty, but it's gone as low as twenty three. That's with the first season pass. It's like that's that's a steal right there. Hmm. Um, and then the, you paid the second DLC pass for like fifteen bucks. So yeah, all right. Future content on the show coming soon. How many times can the Char Char boys beat me in a fighting game? Let's go. Zero is. The oh, answer. you'll probably get a couple in because you know mashing works in that game. It's true. I beat you a few times in Mortal Kombat with mashing. Yeah, but you know how Mortal Kombat works. You won't. You, you wouldn't. You wouldn't do it now, though. No, definitely not. <laughs> hey, Justin, let's play Mortal Kombat later. No, I, I have won't. Animal Crossing to play. <laughs> Fight me in Animal Crossing. I mean, Who has yeah, I'll, I'll play house? Smash. You want to play Smash? We can play Smash. <laughs> no items. Final Destination. Final Destination Fox only. No. Oh. Maybe Falco. Maybe. Okay. Uh, so let's hop over to the PlayStation side. Oh, uh, with Dana Carvey. What? What? 
the presenter, he looks like Tim Mark Cerny? Yeah, I know who Mark Cerny is, but like, looks he looks like Dana Carvey. I don't know if I've seen him. If you look I don't at know him, who Dana Carvey is? Oh, he yeah. does look like Dana Carvey. Yeah, I know. Max made the joke first, so I was like, "Holy, holy shit, it is Dana Carvey!" Huh. Dana Carvey explaining all these numbers and shit at you. Um, yeah, that's kind of funny. It is. Anyway. Love you, Max. You won't hear this. Anyway, PlayStation 4. Uh, oh, well, hang on. PlayStation uh, 5. PlayStation 5 will only play 2.5% of the PlayStation 4's library. This, I... this, is, this has also been updated a little bit. Yeah. Um, I believe what the original article was like misinterpreting was that there's only like 2.5% that's uh, currently working, like as, as like, current builds, um, and like optimized for the PS5. But they're shooting to have, I think it was the top 100 PS4 games at launch. Yeah. And working on like the like full 4,000 game library or whatever. I saw um, people get mad at that, and it, that made me mad. I thought that right. the PS they said the PS5 was going to play all of your PlayStation games from 2 1 as well. That was a rumor that so far has proven to be bullshit. Okay. Yeah, I can't actually get that article to load because it wants me to turn off my ad blocker, and I refuse. Um, I have ad blocker on. So. Well, it's not. It, it doesn't. Okay. It doesn't work. Um, yeah, but so far, that rumor has proven to be false. <clears throat> Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised now. But it does suck because like Xbox has been backwards compatible for a while. Yeah. And they say that their next Xbox is going to be backwards compatible with their previous consoles as well. Like the right. 360 and the one, like the original. Right. Like that's why I'm kind of more on Microsoft's side now. Even with the proprietary memory cards. Yeah. Because they're crushing it at like the user experience. Yeah. Sony doesn't care. They're like, here's here's the next thing. That's all you should care about. Yeah, play the new stuff. Yeah, I'm just annoyed at Sony at PlayStation people who are like, only the first one hundred. Like, bitch, you probably only play five games in your library. Shut the fuck up. hundred's plenty enough for you at launch. Sit down. Just sit down. I mean, that's fair. But like, you don't know specifically which games someone has. Like, that's the thing. It's like, if you own games, they should continue to be available to you. No, you're right about that. So, the full library, like, you can say top 100 games, but there's going to be people that are screwed over by that. So they buy the new system and can't play their games, Listen, I'm while sorry. other people can play their games. That's a, a different amount of value for the same amount of money. Yeah, I'm sorry that they can't play their anime hentai game because it's not one of the top 100 PlayStation games. Please, the people that are playing those games are on PC already. That's true. Or they still have their PS3s plugged in, because that's yeah. where all the Weibo games were. There's plenty of Weeboo trash on the PS4. Mm. A lot of Weeboo trash on the Switch. But the PS3 had all the backwards compatibility in it. Uh, OG did, at least, right? Because yeah. of PS2. Yeah. Well, I meant, like, just the digital library. Oh, not not really. Not with PS2, at least. There was no That's digital not... library for PS2. Yeah. very. If there was, it's like a very slim pickings. It didn't have PS2 games? Not a lot. No, you had to, it played it physically. On the OG one. Yeah. Newer models couldn't because they took that feature out. For some stupid... Well, I know the reason why. 
but like you could rebuy your games for PS2, I think, or PS no PS1. PS it plays PS1 games. My current PS3 was a relatively quote unquote newer model when I bought it. That can play PS1 disc, uh, but it cannot play PS2 disc. Anyways, if... let's get into the PS5 uh, specs. Oh, the bo- boring spec presentation that everybody like. The, the, this was intended for GDC, correct? Yeah, like we shouldn't have expected it to be interesting, but they also shouldn't have hyped it up. It should right. have just been for developers to watch, and then they trickle out the information. Right. Yeah. I, I, Although, I personally don't care. Dana Carvey did a really great job of making it somewhat interesting. I, there was like weird, like cardboard cutout people, and that like, was it just, weird. It didn't. Like, why? <laughs> it's like they took this stuffy like press conference, not press conference, the stuffy PowerPoint presentation and tried to make it like an interesting like press conference thing, and it wasn't. But anyway, the system seems powerful. It's apparently, yeah, it's gonna be, guys, it's gonna be, it's gonna be more powerful. It's, apparently it's not as powerful as the Series X, which is like... Well, it's supposed to be more efficient in what it can do. But, like, hardware-wise, it's not as powerful. Yeah. But I guess the Xbox does more of its processing and stuff through software. And so the actual, like, power of the Xbox will not be fully recognized because part of that power is going towards the software rendering that the PlayStation 5 is doing on hardware. So it'll about even out. Right. That's what Digital Foundry said. But, I don't know. Like the, the, it's it's chunky data. Yeah. Like it's got a lot of them flops. Um, it's got a lot of cores, mm-hmm. a lot of memory. Yep. Like, sure. <laughs> did, but they also did mention about like the 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 sort of like they mentioned something in the presentation about like they, they're not going to obviously have the proprietary, um, you know, storage stuff, which is good. Um, so that's good. Normally, that's, like we said earlier, that's a Sony scumbag thing to make you pay an extra fifty bucks. That's the reason why I never bought a Vita because those damn memory cards, man. Yeah, yeah that was insane. Same. Yeah. I was gonna pick up one cheap, like after they stopped making them, just to like mod it and you know play like as a as an emulator. Yeah. But the only thing I can recognize, even for like putting ROMs and stuff on, is those those memory sticks. Yeah. That's so garbage. So stupid. And I bet you those memory cards are even more expensive now. Probably. Uh, so I can get a 64 gig for, uh, well, on Amazon from third-party sellers for cheapest one is used, and it's thir- 134.41. Jesus. Jeez. Yeah, they don't make them anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who would they? Console died when it launched. The most expensive one I could buy... Is the same card, but for two hundred and sixty-four dollars and seventy-seven cents. Shoutouts to Nintendo for like making a lot of micro SDs usable. Like seriously, yeah, I've got like a hundred twenty-eight gig in my Switch, and I get everything digitally without a problem. I have a two hundred gigabyte one. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's so awesome. Love the Switch. Mm-hmm. Long live the Switch, baby. Um, so I'm trying to just kind of scroll through this boring chunk of text. To see if there's anything, like, worthwhile in it to explain. I watched the presentation, and I fell asleep. Um, well, one second. 
So the the weird thing is like the in like uh the SSD in the system is 825 gig which I immediately thought was maybe like it's a 1 terabyte drive that like you you have access to eight, 825 gigs of Yeah, that's what I thought. It's like the way it's used or whatever. But this makes it sound like it's a proprietary like memory solution that's just 825 gigs because that's like what is most optimal for the like the interface that they're running. So you probably don't even have that much available. Um that's nuts. And then I'm trying to find like the, you know, the third party like expanding. Uh here we go. Ever since Mark Cerny first revealed the proprietary nature of the SSD, questions have been asked about expandable storage. Um, PlayStation 5 is backwards compatible, and you can save space by running your older games from standard external external storage. Hmm. Backwards compatible to PS4, by the way. Um, it won't be as fast as booting from the internal SSD, but it'll free up space for the next-gen titles that are going to need it. Once the limit is hit, we suspect that games can be backed up to standard hard drives, but there is no option to boost... SSD storage. So the same thing with Microsoft, but you can't expand it. Right. So you can use any drive for old games. Whereas on Xbox, you can't even use other drives for old games. You can only no. use it to store things. Mm-hmm. Because it's still like it's taking those old games and optimizing them for Series X, which means it still has to run off the SSD. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this is kind of weird. Like next this thing's gonna be weird, man. Yeah this this next gen like it's it's going to be a step up, but it's not going to feel like as much of a step up, especially with this weird like you know future games are still going to work on current systems for a while. You just won't get full ability. Um, but like it doesn't feel like they're ready for next gen because like SSDs are fairly common now. But they're trying to basically make that the catalyst of like game development, and so everything is relying on these proprietary drives that you can't expand. And each game is like a hundred gigabytes now. So with these proprietary drives, you're going to get maybe eight to ten games on there at a time, which is not a lot when you think about it. And they're going to have to run off the storage. Like, even if you buy a physical game, it's still going to have to download all that so it can run, you know, load off of the SSD. Yeah. Not great. This is why I'm sticking with my Switch, bitch! And maybe a Xbox One X, if I can find one. Cheap! Yeah. I'm also, like, just, you know, from a, a quick, like, disability standpoint, I don't like this 3D audio feature. Um, I think I've talked about this before, like, when they first announced it. But they're hyping this up as, like, the system seller. Because, like, you know, it's something that everyone can experience. <laughs> but that's not true. No. Uh, I, do, I will say, though, that 3D audio is pretty amazing for someone that can actually experience I'm sure it, it is. Yeah, yeah. But this is even saying, like, this is more about being able to precisely track where objects are located... And the science in delivering this is simply astonishing, having to take in, ha- having to take into account the shape of your ears and even the size and shape of your head. So it's basically like it's it's calibrating the 3D audio to your ears. 
but it's like you said, it's cool for people that can enjoy it. I just don't want it to be one of those things that like they actually use in game development where like you're at a disadvantage if you can't do it. Well, I'm sure for like anything that's online competitive in, in that kind of setting is it's going to give you a disadvantage. Yeah. I just hope they have, you know, they have the mind to have the disability settings where or accessibility settings. Yeah. Where there's like, you know, visual cues or something. I, I'm going to say, like, every game should have a mono mode. Right. I agree. I hate when, like, someone's like, oh, man, did you hear that? And I'm like, no, what? Because it was only in the left ear. Yeah. Or whatever. Or, like, I like to wear only one ear cup when I play most, most of the time. And when mm-hmm. there's someone talking on the left, I have to put the ear cup on. And I'm just... Mm-hmm. I was just the way I wear headphones when I play games. It's, it's something I do. But it, well, games have been doing that for a while, where it's like it's location based. So yeah. Like as someone yeah. walks away from you, the and so like I'll miss. Co- that's why I always turn captions on in games. Yeah. Because I'll yeah. miss part of the conversation because they walk off to my left and I lose the, the whole, audio. Yeah. yeah. And it makes me mad because like I didn't sign up for that. Mm-hmm. Like it's the one accessibility thing that just really gets to me. And, and I know like, hard, it's not hard to do. Like it's just right. flipping the channels to one. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. just it's just a thing. Like next gen, I know like they're gonna keep innovating, keep making new things, but I feel like with every new generation it like excludes that many more people. Mm-hmm. And that's again that's something Microsoft has done really well with their accessibility controller and things like that. Um is keep gamers involved. Alright, um, that's our last news story unless I missed anything. I have one thing, and it's glorious, and it's going to be very quick. Is it spawn related? It's not spawn related, it's fighting game related. Um, <laughs> Guilty Gear Strive, the upcoming Guilty Gear game is supposed to release later this year, announced this week there's going to be an online beta that you can sign up for applications. It's not first come, first serve. It's pretty much if you get in, you get in. That's it. But along with that, they officially announced that the new Guilty Gear game will have rollback netcode. And for those of you who don't know, uh, rollback netcode is what is used in a lot of good fighting games like Mortal Kombat and Skullgirls and Killer Instinct, which is a very good, when used properly, a very, very good netcode source, unlike most of Arc Systems games, which are based on delay-based netcode uh, look up a person named Sajam. He is a prominent FTC person who goes into depth way more than I could and why uh, delay based is trash. But it is a sign that Arc System is listening to their players, to their fans, That because that's the number one thing that people asked for was, please put rollback netcode. Now the only question is, can they implement it properly? But the fact that they're doing it, that's step and yeah, they make so many fighting games that I was bound to catch up. Yeah, well, a lot of a lot of the reason why they haven't done it, at least from speculation, is you know, like it's the it's that Japanese pride. I'm like, it's not our thing. We have to do our thing. So yeah, I don't know. and that's 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 not just a Japanese thing. That's pretty much like a culturalism thing. Like a, it's American, even though we buy most of our things from China. Um, but yeah, so if you're a Guilty Gear player, uh, look forward to that. Just, just hope they implement it correctly and not cheap out on it like Street Fighter Five, Because Street Fighter Five 
has rollback netcode. It was just implemented in the worst possible way. So that that was it. That was it. Guilty Gear. That Guilty Gear game looks really good. Oh, yeah. They're showing two new character trailers this weekend. Uh, so, Justin, where can people find you? You can find me if you look for Zero Score on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch slash Mixer. Um, I've been taking it pretty easily lately, so it's pretty much just Twitter. But uh, if you have Animal Crossing, you should add me on the Switch or just, you know, find me like on Twitter and then ask for my Switch code because friend codes are stupid. Um, and we can hang out in each other's villages. I promise not to I think wreck you, all your flowers. I think you can add friends via Twitter. You can if they've like linked their Switch to Twitter. Yeah, so if you're a Switch owner and you have a Twitter account, why haven't you done that by now? Um, right. That's the only way I add people. I refuse to put in friend codes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. If they want to add me, I can give them my friend code and they can add me. But I'm not going to do it. Right. Uh, ben. You can find me at twitter.com slash where I'm doing my very best to put a smile on this face. Smile on the world's face. Because Lord knows we need it all right now. I retweet a lot of funny comics, video game stuff, sometimes loot shit if I feel horny enough. We'll see. Um, if you want to be horny with me, follow my Twitter account, twitter.com slash marvelous iggy. No furry porn though, because I'm not into that. If you want to get horny, play the Trials of Mana demo. That's all I'm going to oh. say. Okay. <laughs> That's why you're getting the PC version. <laughs> he wants the nude mod. He wants the nude mod. <laughs> it's okay. I played Street Fighter Five all nude mod for like a week, and it was hilarious. <laughs> Were there a lot of jiggly bits? Yes, and I yes, especially reused. Surprisingly, can you do the quarter circle third leg? Yes, I can. It's hilarious. Every time you do a Hadouken, it rises up a little bit. Like whoop, whoop. I'm That's not fair. even joking. Maybe I am. I don't know. It was two years ago when I did that. When <laughs> I worked on that mod. Oh my god. Uh, you can find me, your host, Thomas, on Twitter, CSG Thomas. We're also here at charshot.com for audio, video, and written content. You can email me, thomas at charshot.com, if you have a question. Um, please review our show on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast. Five stars. We'll read it on the show if uh, we get a review. And I think that's it. Until next time, enjoy your games and have a good night. Stay safe.